Hello people, just me David here from What Up Gaming, episode 278. I don't know, I have to look every single time. I can't count past 10. But anyway, happy Christmas for tomorrow, if you're watching this when it first goes up. If you're not watching this when it goes up, happy Christmas 2021, and if you're watching it in a year's time, 2022. Anyway. Just gonna be a quick one this year, this year, this week. Gonna quickly go through what I've been playing. Gonna quickly go through the news, and then we're gonna do our top ten sort of like games of the year. Um, so let's crack on. So episode two hundred and seventy-eight. Uh, please visit the One Up Gaming website. Uh, please visit our um, merchandise site, which is OUGTech.co.uk. Uh, the podcast is sponsored by Games Inspired Music. Please just like, Google it. Um, go onto iTunes. Go anywhere you can listen to stream music and play this by this. 20% of each sale goes to the Child's Play charity. So, moving into the games that I've played this week. So, first of all, ATV Drift and Tricks. Now this one is a very simple, very arcade, basic quad bike ATV sort of racing game. It was okay, nothing amazing. I guess when I was thinking I bought it for like a quid, I was expecting something like Trials HD, you know, like a side-on sort of game. But no, this is like full 3D, but it's just a little bit on the cheap side. And I guess that's why it was cheap. So then, I guess we'll go to the next game, and that was Mist, and this is a full 3D remake of the original 1993, 94 PC sort of game, whereas the original game was like a little tiny letterbox screen, and it was all still images, and you like clicked forward, left, right or back and you'd rotate around and it would just sort of like flick to the next sort of screen so it was all like still images moving as you went through the world and then if you got to a puzzle you'd click on puzzle bits and then things would animate in the actual world and stuff and there was like video clips and it was it was quite a good little game I quite enjoyed it back then I think I had it on the Sega Saturn and it was a fun little game so next up uh, Car X Drift Racing 2. Now, I would say that this is one of the best 
free to play racing games I've played on my little phone and graphics were good, it played smooth yeah it, it, it wasn't a bad little game it's I don't know what it is with racing games on mobile phones I don't like touchscreen controls, I don't like tilt controls so I'd much rather have a control pad so having said all that voices all over the place having said all that and again <laughs> having said that I think I would much rather have a switch which unfortunately the switch um, hardware graphic capabilities aren't the best they are just like a it's basically like your, your top of the range mobile phone with a nice screen so I would rather just get my Xbox and play like a really good like Forza Horizon 5 to say instead of like a mobile game I don't mind a mobile game for oh I need a toilet I might be there for 10 minutes I'll just quickly play this for a bit but yeah uh, next up Diamond Hands to the Moon and this game I got sent to review so this is my mini review of the game it's crap I played it on my MacBook. MacBook? Yeah, my MacBook. And unfortunately, I couldn't connect my control controller to work with it, which, it, yes, that might have made it play a lot better. But it's a very simple 2D platform game where you, it's physics based and you have to jump up and climb up the levels as you're going. And it wasn't for me, it really wasn't. The graphics aren't as good. It looks cheap, nasty, so I'd not recommend that game at all. Next up, Pro Basketball Manager 2021. Now, imagine Football Manager, but not even a third, a quarter of the budget with a full 3D match engine. I don't know if it has real play names or not because I don't know basketball at all. I didn't really know what I was doing. I was clicking random buttons, hoping for the best. I think I got beat in the game. So, there is something there. It, it still had that kind of sports interactive kind of feel, even though it was made by a completely different developer on a completely different budget. But it kind of still had that type of feel to the game. So, I guess if you give it a chance and played into it, you might learn more of it. Next up, Lacuna, a sci-fi noir adventure. Now, we've been setting this game as well to review. And from the opening cutscene and the first few minutes of the game, it's kind of like a 2D side-scrolling platformer, really nice 2D art style, mixed with the old-school point-and-click sort of adventure games. And 
it seems really nice. It looks nice. It plays okay. As on the Xbox War, no, Xbox Series X, and it played nice. It looked nice. The only criticism I had, which I know it's not real criticism, but for me it is because I get bored really easily. The intro and some of the bits had full voiceover work, which I don't mind if it's not the top top range of voice actors. Just get people in from the development team to read through the scripts. I'm sure they'll do an adequate job, but the intros had voiceover work, and then it cut to the game. And then it had just text on screen, and I get quite bored. I don't really read it. I just got a a a a step to the actual next bit. Then you don't know what you're doing because you just skipped half of it. And then it went through to the next bit of the beginning of the game after the intro, and it had full voice work again. So I would just sort of say, please, even if it's quite a low budget effort, include voiceover work, you know, in all the stuff. It just makes it a little bit better for me. So that is all the games I've played. I will just like to finish up this little section by saying, last week, last week, out. No, it was this week. It's Monday. Sunday, Monday. It was sometime a few days ago where I went to go see the Spider-Man No Way Home movie. I'm not going to give any spoilers, but it's probably one of the best Marvel movies I've ever seen even though nothing happens in the movie, if that makes sense. Nothing happens, but it's amazing. magic words myself starting with the word please please scooby-doo this crap you're flying out into the darkness to fight ghosts what do you mean they all die fighting spider-man it's their fate i'm sorry kid yeah me too don't
They're starting to come through, and I can't stop them. December 17th, exclusively in movie theaters. Tickets on sale November 29th, Spider Monday. So I would say recommend that easily. It is brilliant. So I'm just going to quickly pop things into my hands now, which will go woo, which will be amazing. So I just want to sort of say the next bit of section will be how to guarantee an Xbox Series X for Christmas. So how to guarantee one of these for Christmas. Get a girlfriend who says that they love you and badger them all year of how hard they are to find and then two days before Christmas go to them and say oh look it's just come in stock and they're like buy it and that's how you get one it's I've not really touched it I've just set it up downstairs so hopefully it will be a nice addition to the team get to play better games so then from this box to this I'll hold it that way around to this and this my friends is the world's smallest folding handheld you won't be able to see the screen because of the green screen effect but it's quite amazing it's got I'll, I'll just read through. It plays Game Boy, Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance, the original Nintendo, Super Nintendo, Game Gear, Master System, Sega Genesis or Mega Drive, TurboGrafx-16, Lynx, Neo Geo Pocket, the Wonderswan Color, and the Sony PlayStation. So that is what this little tiny thing is capable of playing. And that is the world's smallest folding handheld machine. It's more of a gimmick than actually playable because it's stupidly small, the buttons are small, but I just thought it was quite fun. Expensive for £63 in the UK, but it's worth it for... Just to say, oh, mate, have you seen that? And they're like, oh, my God, that's amazing. Oh, my God, it plays Crash Bandicoot. So that is worth it for me, just for that. So stick with us. We'll be back in a few minutes after these adverts. And we're back. It's still me, David, from One Up Gaming, episode 278. Happy Christmas! Woo! Yeah, I don't know. So we'll just go through some news articles this week. And that, I guess... Um, screen recorder. So that is... Thanks to IGN, we just used their stuff. So John Wick 4 has been delayed... All the way into 2023. So it looks so John Wick Chapter 4 has officially been delayed. Um, so basically it's being pushed back almost a full year into 
So it's going to go to early 2023. Blimmin' hell. Yeah, so it was meant to come out on March 24th. No, no, no. It was meant to come out May 2022, but it's now March 24th, 2023. Um, it's, I guess it's all the... After that, Disney's delayed a lot of their entire Marvel stuff. And the more delays are expected with the pandemic still going. So, yeah, that's a bit annoying. Um, I've still never seen a John Wick movie. So let me know in the comments, what am I missing? Is it as good as what everyone sort of says? Because I don't mind watching certain things. I like violence. I like action. So I guess I could like it. I, I don't know. So next up, James Franco admits to sexual misconduct with students. And he has said that over the course of my teaching, I did sleep with students and that was wrong. Um, so it looks as though allegations of sexual misconduct were brought against him nearly four years ago. Um, so he's admitted to sleeping with them even though he denied the accusations at the time. So... Yeah, I don't know. Oh, God, he, he later reached a settlement of $2.235 million with former students who filed lawsuits against him. But it's like, I don't get how it's the same, same thing when you see, like, the rock stars from the 70s and 80s and whatnot. And you know for a fact these women were queuing up outside their rooms. They knew what they were getting into. They knew what they were doing. But now, 20 years, 30 years later, they've now come back saying, oh, they were sexually, mis you know, they were, did naughty things. It's like, well, you were aware of what they were doing at the time and you were happy to go along with it and now you want to pay out. Yes, it's wrong. Yes, I understand that. But there's still a fine line of, knowingly going along with it and rape. Do you know, it's, there's a difference. There really is. Uh, next up, I want to go into some, a bit more or less rapey. And that is um, Sega, or former Sega producer, has alleged that Yuji Naka helped kill a lost Dreamcast exclusive so, Mark, I'm going to get the name wrong. I am so sorry, Mark. Sub, Subotnik? Subotnik? Sounds like Robotnik, doesn't it? It was a producer at Sega of America during the Dreamcast era, and he claims that producer Yuji Naka was responsible for the cancellation of one of the console's greatest, one of the console's exclusive, Geist Force. And from what it sort of looked, it looks like it's go it was going to be a Star Fox clone. And what they're saying by Star Fox clone is because that's more headline grabbing rather than a Panzer Dragoon style game in a futuristic setting. From what I could see of the trailer from the videos shown, it looked very much like Panzer Dragoon where you're flying, 
you got your homing missiles and your lock-on sort of stuff and your normal rapid shot. So, but we'll put this up and then we will grab the trailer and I'll put the trailer up as well for watch the trailer now. So that was a trailer for that, and yes, it looked nice, but I, I think that the Dreamcast could still do better. So last bit of news I've got on here is the biggest video game news stories of 2021, thanks to IGN. And so I'm going to go in order from number 20. Uh, Microsoft not changing Xbox Live Gold pricing, free-to-play games unlocked, so free-to-play that was from Games Unlocked. No, no, free-to-play games. Un so you can still play your free-to-play games and the gold wasn't getting priced. Yeah. Number 19. Grand Theft Auto Remaster Trilogy is, is in the works, including for the Switch. 18. PS5 DualSense Controller Drift. Class action lawsuit filed against Sony. Number 17. Special Report. The inside story of Blizzard's departures and the company at Crossroads. 16. Nintendo Direct February. Yeah, whatever. 15. The Last of Us remake reported in development and Days Gone 2 pitch rejected. Number 14. 20 year old original Xbox Easter egg revealed. Number 13. Game developer accuses real life weapons manufacturer of stealing its design twice. Number 12, Cyberpunk 2077 1.2 patch notes released includes hundreds of changes, I would hope so. Number 11, Bethesda apologises for Starfield Xbox ex exclusivity and they've sort of said that it can be frustrating for PlayStation owners. Well, unfortunately, Sony didn't buy them, so they go where they're being bought. Number 10, Assassin's Creed Valhalla fans Adds fan requested feature, but fans aren't happy with how it's been added. Number nine, Battlefield 6 images officially leaked ahead of the official reveal. Number eight, PlayStation Plus games for March 2021 announced. I don't know. Number seven, Amazon cancelled its Lord of the Rings MMORPG. Resident Evil Village actress. Jen, Je, Jeanette Manus dies, age 39. 
Um, Palia is a generous Stardew Valley MMO with a heavy WoW vibe. Never heard of it. Number four, Grand Theft Auto, the trilogy definitive edition officially announced. Number three, Call of Duty fans reveal why they aren't buying Vanguard. Number two, Netflix's gaming service now available in the US. And number one, the internet dubs March 31st, the day Mario dies. So that was the top 20 stories from IGN. So thank you to IGN. Um, I guess we will go into the top 40 charts. So... Should we do this? Should we do it? So, number 40, Metroid Dread, 39, Pokemon Sword, Jumanji the Video Game, Jurassic World Evolution 2, Hot Wheels Unleashed, Luigi's Mansion 3, Super Mario Odyssey, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, Super Mario Party, Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe, Fortnite Minty Legends Pack, Ghost of Tsushima Director's Cut, Big Brain Academy, Brain vs. Brain, Sonic Colors Ultimate, Grand Theft Auto V, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, uh, Riders Republic, Ring Fit Adventure, The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, Lego Harry Potter Collection, Number 20, Halo Infinite, Number 19, Forza Horizon 5, Number 18, Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury, Mario Party Sunshine, uh, Mario Party Superstars, F1 2016, F1 2021, and at number 15, Far Cry 6, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, Battlefield 2042, Pokemon Shining Pearl, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, number 10, Animal Crossing New Horizons, number 9, Pokemon Brilliant Diamond, number 8, Just Dance 2022, number 7, Minecraft, number 6, Grand Theft Auto, the Trilogy to Definitive Edition, number 5, Among Us, number 4, Marvel's Spider-Man Miles Morales. Number three, America 8 Deluxe. Number two, Call of Duty Vanguard. Uh, number one, FIFA 22. So I guess that's going to be our Christmas number one. And that is for this week for all formats. Thank you to GFK Entertainment for their software charts. So we're going to cut straight into now to our Game of the Year sort of talks. So... Thank you all. Um, yeah, enjoy this quick little break and we'll be back with our top 10 games of the year. Up next on the One Gaming Podcast is 10 minutes of nothing. Will it be the team talking about nothing or a guest interview? We'll you stick around and find out now. It's 10 minutes of nothing. Yeah, 10 minutes of nothing. Up next on the One Up Gaming Podcast is 10 Minutes of Nothing. Will it be the team talking about nothing or a guest interview? Stick around and find out now. It's 10 Minutes of Nothing. Yeah, 10 Minutes of Nothing. Hello, David here, One Up Gaming, episode 278 of the One Up Gaming Podcast. Now, this is the Game of the Year 2021 sort of specially edition thing um, 
So I guess we'll cut straight into, and I'll just sort of say, so worst game of the year. Um, I guess I'll add this game onto the list while I remember. Right, so, worst game of the year, 2021. There is one, two, three, four, five, six, eight games on the list. So we'll have a number one and then the two runners up of worst game of the year. So there's two football games, there is a skateboarding game, there's a cell shaded action game, there's an online game, there's a crazy taxi style game, there's a 3D platformer and there's a open world game. So let's go through some of these names. So first of all we have eFootball 2022. We have Balan Wonderworld. I always want to say Balan Wonderland, but it's Balan Wonderworld. We have Taxi Chaos. We have the Grand Theft Auto, the Trilogy, the Definitive Edition. We have Hellpoint. We have Foreclosed. We have FIFA 22, the Switch Edition. And we have Skatebird. So. Foreclosed, it wasn't bad, it just wasn't good. So that's off the list. Grand Theft Auto, the trilogy, as it released, was an abomination. But they have patched things since, and it is now becoming acceptable. But it was a massive game, so that is on the list still. Trying to work out buttons, no, wrong one. Dick control. I don't know, is it shift? Maybe shift. There we go. So we've got Grand Theft Auto still on the list. Hellpoint is a third person MMO, sort of futuristic -y sort of game. Now the graphics left a lot to be desired. It was very dark, it was very futuristic, but in a Sort of like, imagine the Matrix. Everything's like dark metal and black and it just didn't look good, so... It... It wasn't a good game, it just wasn't a bad game. It was just very nothing about the whole game. Foreclosed. I really enjoyed the styling and the graphics of this game, but... It just didn't play very well. So, that's not gonna cut it. Skatebird, it was bad. It was really bad. I don't understand how this even got a green lit to be made as a game. It's a skateboarding game where you are a bird and you talk and tweet to people and the physics are janky as hell. Everything just doesn't work very well. But it's better than some of these other games on the list. So I think that doesn't hang with the rest of them either. Taxi Chaos is a bad crazy taxi clone on the, I think it's on the Nintendo Switch. I wonder if it was on other systems. If it is, I might buy it. 
I was going to say it was Taxi Chaos. Here we go, Taxi Chaos, let's have a look. Ooh, PS4, Nintendo Switch. And Steam. Yeah, here we go. Oh, and the Xbox One. Oh, it's on them all. It is on them all. So, people ask, is Taxi Chaos a good game? It's a very attractive game, city that's brimming with colour, handle quite well, arcade experience, music that rocks but it's not the offspring, pretty fun to play for about 5 minutes and then it goes into why it's bad. So I think that is a bad game, but it doesn't hang. And then there's Balan Wonderworld. Again, this is a bad game, but in a unimaginative, kind of very simple kind of way. So I'm thinking it's got to be, It's the two football games in eFootball 2022 and FIFA 22 Switch. And then it's whoever comes. Do you know what? I'm actually going to put Grand Theft Auto as third. So, Grand Theft Auto third just because of the big budget behind it and the big developers or publishers should have done better. They should have even have just done the Grand Theft Auto 3 Definitive Edition, redone that one in the as if it's like the Grand Theft Auto 5 sort of engine released that as it was the 20th anniversary of that game this year and then I could have done the Grand Theft Auto Vice City 20th anniversary when that was in a year or two they should have done it that way in my opinion if they can't do it right then they shouldn't have bothered so Grand Theft Auto oh I press buttons I like pressing buttons Grand Theft Auto is third on the list. People might not agree with me, but eFootball 2022 was an absolute broken mess when it came out. And some might say it's still an absolute broken mess of a game. But it was free to play with add-ons available. FIFA 22 on the Switch is the same game as FIFA 21 on the Switch, which was the same game as FIFA 20 on the Switch, which was the same game as FIFA 19 on the Switch. So FIFA 20 on the Switch is the same game as the last four or five years. Just added new um, kits and player updates. The whole gameplay is identical to a four or five year old game on the Switch which yes it might have been satisfactory five years ago but now it's just taking the absolute piss it's still like a 50, 60 pound, 60 dollar sort of game I could understand if they released it for like 19, 99 pound and like 25 dollars that kind of price point but for the full price game, it is just taking the absolute piss. 
So for worst game of the year, we are choosing FIFA 22 on the Nintendo Switch. So EA Sports, please think what you're doing. Develop a new game. I know the Switch is underpowered and you're using the Android engine to power this game. You could still do better. EFootball 2022 is second and the Grand Theft Auto, the Trilogy, the Definitive Edition is third. So that is them. So we will have a quick little break and then we'll come into the full Game of the Year 2021 for Best Game of the Year. So back in a few seconds. My name is Christopher Wacken. Some of you may know me as the Cowbell Man, but I know that when I need more Cowbell, I just listen to the Game Up podcast. What is it? The One Up Gaming podcast. Yeah, those guys. So, we're back. One Up Gaming episode 278 for the Game of the Year 2021 edition. Still me, David. So, we're now on to the Game of the Year 2021. So, we've got uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28. We've got 28 games, and I'll try and get these into a top 10. So, a list. So, I'll just read through the, the games themselves just so you know where we are at. So, we've got It Takes Two. Deathloop, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, Kenner Bridge of Spirits, Returnal, Metroid Dread, Tales of Arise, Forza Horizon 5, Age of Empires 4, Life is Strange True Colors, Tetris Effect Connected, Beyond the Steel Sky, Dark Deity, Resident Evil Village, Guilty Gear Strive, Hitman 3, Ratchet and Clank A Rift Apart, Psychonauts 2, The Mass Effect Legendary Edition, Ghosts of Shusima, Director's Cut, F1 21, try not to burp, oh. Halo Infinite, Crash Bandicoot 4, Football Manager 2022, Chivalry 2, FIFA 22, and Sociable Soccer 21. So that is the list of games that we have got. So if I just say, um, before we go any further, <clears throat> oh, I've been giving alcohol. Before we go any further, um, we'll play a quick thing for our, um, Casey sent us a top 10 of their sort of game of the year. Um, if anyone knows, is it Casey Calhoun? Um, they do a lot of racing sort of reviews and retro reviews. A lot of like the old. I'm gonna blank on the names now. EA racing, Need for Speed. A lot of like the Need for Speed sort of stuff. Um, so great of. I've heard sort of like get along and send that in for us. 
No, I'm being very um, careful of what I say because I know I'm a stupid male. And so Jacksonville Beach. I'm not American. I don't know where that is. So anyway, please uh, go on to um, YouTube and subscribe to Casey. Um, great videos. I love watching them. So we'll just play that now. So 2021 has been a bit of a weird year for me in terms of my games of the year. In that almost everything I've been looking forward to going into 2021 ended up disappointing me or not coming out. Uh, a lot of what I played this year was stuff from, you know, 2020, a couple years before that, or really old stuff. But I did manage to scrounge up a list of 10 of the best games I played this year. While they may not have been what I expected to play this year and enjoy, um, I'm definitely very pleasantly surprised. My number 10 is probably Mass Effect Legendary Edition, and yes, this is a uh, remaster of a trilogy of games. But I've always enjoyed playing these games on console over PC, just because of the type of game they are. Legendary Edition made that a little easier, uh, made it a lot smoother in 60 frames, and it made the original game play a lot better than it did back in the day. Number 9 is The Matrix Awakens, which, again, a bit of an odd one, it's a tech demo, it's not really a game. But I'm a massive Matrix fan, and I'm hoping that this is a sign that we might get a uh, full, realized Matrix video game soon. My number 8 game of the year is Formula 1 2021. This is a yearly sports release, yes, but it is a massive improvement over 2020 in a lot of ways. And I know I'll be spending a lot of time uh, in league races with friends in the months to come, so I, uh, I'm looking forward to that. The game plays great, it has features that we've been asking for for years, and it was a, uh, an another good step forward for the franchise. My number 7 game of the year is Cruisin' Blast. It's a very classic style arcade racing game. Not a whole lot to it, nothing revolutionary on display here, but what's here is just a very solid arcade racing, which is not something we get too often these days. Number six is Yakuza Like a Dragon, which is not a game I have finished, but it's a game I'm currently working through with my partner and uh, very much enjoying. I have never really gotten into Yakuza before, I didn't find it too gripping, but I'm really liking Ichiban's storyline and I'm liking the turn-based combat a lot. My number five game of the year is Forza Horizon 5, and this was a bit of a surprise to me because I'm not a big fan of Forza Horizon and never have been. I feel that the handling in Horizon 5 is a big step up from the previous game, and I think I might just be in the right headspace to enjoy it, but I've been enjoying it, and uh, I wasn't expecting to. Number four is Hot Wheels Unleashed. Hot Wheels games being a guilty pleasure of mine and a big part of my life since I was a kid, uh, the new one looked fantastic, and I was a little worried given who was making it, but it's a great arcade racer, some of the best arcade racing I've played in years. Uh, the style is absolutely adorable and a slam dunk, and it's what we should have been getting for Hot Wheels games for the last 10 years instead of what we actually got, so I'm a big fan, and I uh, hope to see more like it coming soon. Now, for the podium positions, we have Hell Let Loose for number 3, and uh, Hell Let Loose is a very good World War II multiplayer shooter. It plays like a mix of like Red Orchestra and Battlefield, but it's way more intense than I feel like either one of those ever felt. To me, it might just be the best World War II multiplayer game I've ever played, and I uh, cannot encourage people more to go try it out for themselves. Now my top two 
are uh, indicative of a bit of a shift this year I had in my uh, console usage. And that's why I actually used my Switch this year uh, for the first time in a while. Um, number two was Pokemon Shining Pearl. Again, a remake, but, you know, Gen 4 of Pokemon was what I grew up with. And I was really looking forward to this remake, and it is everything I wanted it to be and more. It's kind of reignited my passion for the Pokemon franchise, and I've been playing through some of the other ones and some uh, fan games and ROM hacks after uh, finishing it. And my undisputed game of the year is Metroid Dread. I'm sure this is going to be a common one for a lot of people, but uh, it was actually my first Metroid game, my first Metroidvania in general, and I thought it was phenomenal. I, I, I really did enjoy it. Uh, the boss fights are some of the best uh, boss encounters I've ever played in any game, and the atmosphere is unmatched. The the horror of the Emmys is you know, it's real controller gripping stuff. And I'm hoping that this is just the sign of more Metroid to come, and that we don't have to wait 17 years for more of it. Because I'm tearing my way through the rest of the franchise after beating Dread, and I'm hoping that I'll have more to play soon. So there we go. So that's from Casey. Thank you so much for doing that for us. We've also got a top 10 list from Alana from the Retro Gamer Girls. Just find them on Twitter. I think it's just at Retro Gamer Girls. So at number 10, Tales of Arise. At number 9, Smelter. Number 8, Hot Wheels Unleashed. Number 7, Samurai Warriors 5. Number 6, Metroid Dread. Number 5, Islanders. Number four, Rain, of your, Rain on Your Parade. Number three, Collection of Saga, of Sega, Final Fantasy Legend. No idea, I've never heard of that. Number two, The Kids We Were. And number one, Speed Limit. So thank you for sending us that. And I guess we will start going through... So we need to take this down. So I'm happy to sort of say that Chivalry 2, although it's a fun game, it's not my sort of thing, it was just chaos, it was fun as hell, but it's just chaos, you just run at people and hit them with sticks until they fall over, so yes it's a fun game, it's just not in my top 10 sort of game. Uh, Life is Strange, now I enjoy the storytelling and stuff, but I just, especially with this one, I just didn't get connected with any of the characters. And in a story-heavy sort of game, if you're not like with the characters, then it's not the best. Um, I'll also say uh, Kenna, Bridge of Spirits, although it might have looked amazing the game itself, I felt played a little bit basic and simplistic. Um, Beyond the Steel Sky, I added this on because I loved the original Beneath a Steel Sky and I loved a lot of the Revolution Software games. I really enjoyed the... I completely blanked on the names of them. Broken Sword sort of games. And when they went into the full 3D sort of engine, yes, they had some teething issues and problems, but I still enjoyed the games. So this is like going back to their 
dis dystopian sort of like city. It looks very similar to the Fallout sort of games, but got the cell shaded sort of graphics, full 3D. Story seems really good when I got into it. So I think that's a really good little game there. Um, I'm going to say Crash Bandicoot 4. It played amazing, it looked amazing. Unfortunately, it's like 20 years too late and it's just not in the league of these sort of games. Uh, Ratchet and Clank A Rift Apart. Again, looked amazing, played well. I felt that they were very misleading when they were advertising the game, you know, jumping through dimensions and gates and all this. It only happens a couple of times through the game and it's a very scripted sort of set of stuff when it happens. So I was very disappointed in that. Age of Empires 4. I've never really got into, like fully into the Age of Empires series. This one looked amazing, it played well, but again, it's just not in my sort of game wheelhouse. Uh, this one, don't get me wrong, I love the developers, I can't remember the names, but I love the developers who used to do the simple arcade shoot em up action sort of games. They came back with Returnal for the PlayStation 5, which was a much more over-the-shoulder 3D action shooter game. And yes, it looks good, it plays well. It is very much like a, a shoot em up game rather than like an action platformery sort of stuff. But I just felt there wasn't enough on the game to make it worth, you know, to actually to do. So we've got 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 16, 17, 18, 19. Uh, one of our guys, which I can't remember who it was, but they sent over saying Dark Deity. Um, but I don't know what that game is, so I'm going to cross that off straight away. I might have a Google once we've sort of like gone through some more. Uh, to sort of like see if the game deserves it. FIFA 22. I don't think it's that much of a difference from FIFA 20, FIFA 21. I might be completely wrong, which I probably am. But to me, it's just treading water at the minute. Um, Tales of Arise. I think it's a good like JRPG sort of game but it's just not my sort of game. Mass Effect Legendary Edition, amazing games but again they're just like rehashes of the old games, they're not like full, like they haven't been built from the ground up sort of thing and it's all been done before. So let's have a look. So all the games that are left, I will drop these into a list. 
just so we know where we are. So, and then I can work out how many games we have left. I think that one's gonna get cut next. Oh, let's see how it goes. will be off the list as well. Right, so where we get to Resident Evil Village? I think so. I do like that game. That was good. That's not the Resident Evil Village I was talking about either. That's a mid game, so that's definitely staying under. That might even be a contender for the end of the year. stays on for now and then I guess the first three games are staying on there for now so I guess we've got is it 15 yeah we've got 15 games left so that's not too bad so yes it was amazing but Ghost of Shishima director's cut oh, I keep pressing the wrong button I keep bringing bits up on the screen so Ghost of Shishima I still can't say that's probably why I don't want it to win um, that comes off the list just because it is just a slightly polished version of the PS4 game and it's just a bit annoying when developers instead of like making a whole new game they just keep porting these other games across so let's have a look what else have we got Guilty Gear now I love me a fighting game and there's not been a, a real good fighting game for a while really but unfortunately just because it's a good game and because I like fighting games I can't justify putting that game in our top 10 so we need to get rid of three more games it's although I love this and I think it was my game of the year last year and um, this is like the updated version Tetris Effect Connected um, I can take that off our top 10 list just because it won, or it was really high up on Game of the Year last year, and it hasn't really had that much. So I've added to it. It was more like just a added online mode and little bits. Um, this might shock a lot of people, but I am going to take off Deathloop for the simple reason I'm not a big fan of arcane software, sort of games I'm not a big fan of the way that they move and feel it's like I loved their story sort of games but when it's based on a game where you just sort of like sat watching it's like the same thing repeated trying to get through and kill other uh, proper enemies in this that the other whereas when you're actually going through a, a full narrative I believe I, I like the narrative better so I don't want to take that one off because I really like it, but looking at the games on the list, I think it's got to come off. Right. Hitman 3 has been removed. Again, I loved the Hitman game since IO Interactive has taken full control over the series again. Um, the only thing I would say is they don't seem to have evolved that much from Hitman, Hitman 2, then Hitman 3. I do like the fact that if you've bought Hitman 1 or Hitman 2 
all the levels and all the features come into Hitman 3. I really do like that. More games should be like that. So we have 10 games now. So I will read through the games in no order. Sociable Soccer 21. Football Manager 2022. F1 2021. Halo Infinite. Psychonauts 2. Resident Evil Village. Forza Horizon 5. Metroid Dread. It Takes Two and Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. So I will just sort of say we got sent a top 10 list from one of our Twitter followers. So I'm going to get your name murdered. I do apologize, but at, at, I think it's Dr. Vampire, no, Dr. Vampanda, 1998. So, D-R-V-A-M-P-A-N-D-A-1998. So, their top 10, Cold War, Vanguard, Spyro, Far Cry 6, Elden Ring, Ratchet and Clank, Spider-Man Miles Morales, Life is Strange True Colors, Dead by Daylight, and number one, Resident Evil Village. So thank you so much for that, we'll send you a copy of a game, so just let us know, I'll send a tweet to you, but just either Steam or Humble Bundle and we'll send that code out to you. So thank you. So moving back into our top 10 list, I think John Hale will be happy that Sociable Soccer managed to get into the chart, let alone, but I don't think he would have expected it to win. But Sociable Soccer, if anyone's not played it, I know it's exclusive at the minute to the iPad or the, the Apple ecosystem with Apple Arcade. It's fast, fluid, very fun to play. Get a control pad paired up to the your iPad, your um, iPhone, your Mac. It is a very good arcade soccer game. Really fun. I love the idea of cards and trading and all that kind of thing. And I like the idea that you don't put money in. It's just skill-based game. So social soccer, I think I'll put that as our number 10 for now. Um... And then I guess we'll put Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxies. Because although it's a fun game, it doesn't scream Game of the Year. Uh, next up, I will put F1 2021. Because yes, it was an amazing game, but at the end of the day, it is just F1. You know, it is just Formula One. Um, ba -ba 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 -ba. So next, let's get a bit of Metroid Dread in there. And then, sorry football manager, you are next. So football manager up there. Um, Psychonauts 2, 
an amazing game this year. That can go there. Really enjoyed Psychonauts 2. I love the fact that you're inside people's heads and it's just crazy over the top. Wacky. I guess Resident Evil Village next. Which again, an amazing game. I just don't think it evolved enough from Resident Evil 7. But that might have been, that might just be me. And then next up, a game that's fun to play as a pair, and that is It Takes Two. Right, so there's two games on the list, both Xbox exclusives. Halo Infinite or Forza Horizon 5. Both have that killer gameplay loop of something happening every 30 seconds, keeps you interested, keeps you occupied, keeps your brain stimulated. The Forza Horizon 5 looks amazing. It's a tour de force of a game. It is stunning. It's 60 frames a second. It's gorgeous. Halo Infinite, one of the best multiplayer components of a shooting, uh, first person shooter that I've seen for years. Single player, bring the series right back on track. It's probably the best Halo game that uh, 343 have made. The only thing I will say that detracts Halo Infinite is the fact of it hasn't got the wow factor with the graphics. It looks nice, it's fast and smooth, but it just doesn't have that wow factor. So for a game of the year sort of contender, which in itself, the game is bloody amazing. I think, I think, done. I think I have sorted the game of the year for 1UP Gaming for 2021 and that my friends I'm done. Right <clears throat> so in reverse order Social Soccer 21 Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy F1 2021 Metroid Dread Football Manager 2022, Psychonauts 2, Resident Evil Village at 4, It Takes 2 at 3, Halo Infinite at 2, and the 1UP Gaming Game of the Year 2021 is Forza Horizon 5. So, amazing game, amazing developers playground games, can't wait to see what they do with Fable, and I can't wait to see what um, Turn 10 Studios cherry pick some of the because they um, Playground Games and Turn 10 Studios one makes the Forza Motorsport games, one makes the Forza Horizon games and each time a Forza game is made the engine goes back to you, the developer, for them to add their little bits in. So, 
hopefully the next parts of the motorsport it'll have all the the rain, snow, the all the other lighting effects that I think Forza Motorsport 7 had but yeah Forza Horizon 5 an absolutely stunning game plays so well and that is our top 10 list of 2021 so thank you everyone for listening thank you everyone for watching hopefully we'll be back next year and improve everything so from me david from everyone at the one up gaming team thank you so much and we will see you probably next week but we will see you in the new year hopefully improving and getting better so thank you all goodbye Right then, thank you all for watching. It's been me, David, from One Up Gaming, episode 278 of the One Up Gaming podcast. Thank you. It's been 2021. Hopefully 2022 is a better year for life. But for technology, for games, 2021 has been amazing to me. I think it's been a really good year. Please go to the website, oneupgaming.co.uk. Please go to our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash O-U-G. We are going to be trying to update this and change things to try and get a few more um, subscribers, followers on that. Please go to bluecyborg.com for some mugs and t-shirts. Just put in One Up Gaming on the search. And the Games Inspired Music album is out now. Go to all your streaming services and your download services. Buy that. 20% of each sale goes to the Child's Play charity. We have our first 100 podcasts available on a USB cassette. And that's from audiobooksontape.com. And that is £9 and £1 will go to the Diabetes UK charity. If you're ordering anything from Amazon, please go to the One Up Gaming website, which is oneupgaming.co.uk. Click on the Amazon link and then use it as normal. You pay nothing extra, but we get like a pound for using the Amazon link. Go to our Facebook and YouTube channels. So just go on Facebook, search One Up Gaming, or YouTube, and just search One Up Gaming. I think we've now got about 650 subscribers on YouTube. So I really thank you for all that, guys. Trying to get up to the big 1,000 number. Um, any people that subscribe, just subscribe to us. Send us a Twitter at OUG Official. 
just say I've subscribed and we will send out a free Steam or Humble Bundle code. Um, so just do that. We've still got about 50 codes left. I've only gone through 10 codes in like a year. So please, if you if you subscribe and send a message, we will just send out a code for you guys. Please email us at contact at oneupgaming.co.uk. If you're watching this on YouTube, please subscribe. If you're listening to it on a podcast, um, subscribe to us, give five stars, positive feedback, all that sort of stuff. Really helps when people are searching for us and helps with the rankings. So as I said, this is me, David, from One Up Gaming, episode 278, Game of the Year edition. Thank you. Goodbye. Oh, Happy New Year, everyone, as well. Thank you. <laughs> Go on, rubbish. More hits once I'm famous The best, that's what our aim is All platforms, what your game is Tell the leader boys I'm coming See me in a shooter, I can promise I'll be gunning When I hit the music, try to swear I'm gonna run it Can't tell you one up, you can try but we done it Let's go, alright let's go To the best place for reviews I know Xbox One and PS4, Wii U as far as consoles go They do handheld PCs, merchandise for you and me Contests that you gotta do, the prizes are for gamers who <laughs> Going hard all day, we believe the boys cause you're just that great Can't lose as much as Take your certified badass when you play. I bang with one up gaming. I bang with one up gaming. I bang with one up gaming. Drop more hits once I'm famous. The best that's what our aim is.